Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the Flashpoint Podcast. My name is Owen Higgins. I am your host. This is a penultimate episode, actually, of the podcast in this form. Uh, we'll be taking a little break after this and then kind of seeing what's next. Uh, I'm glad to be joined by Antonio Valadares, uh, a early guest uh, who is back once again. He joined me to he's joined me a couple times. And uh, we are going to be talking about wellness and right-wing extremism, specifically talking about seed oils and the kind of uh, the, the way that they're talked about in the in the wellness industry, and I think you know, kind of in the in the right-wing kind of wellness crossover. Uh, so I'm going to let Antonio uh, kind of explain this uh, in a, in a few secs here. But first, I want to. Play. Uh, this is a preview from Tucker Carlson's um, uh, End of Men. This is a, this is a, a preview from the trailer. Uh, and I'm going to play just a section of this that deals with... So, so End of Men is kind of about how, how uh, men are kind of losing their, their quote-unquote manliness or whatever, and, and it's, you know, it's supposedly about food and, and oils and seed oils make, make an appearance both in this uh, trailer and also in the documentary. Uh, so I'm just going to play like a little bit just so you can get the flavor of it a little bit and then we'll, we'll be back. And I see that uh, Brady's already on the line. Uh, Brady, we will get to you probably in like uh, 15, 20 minutes. So just sit tight. Um, you can wait in the queue or, or otherwise. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we'll not forget about you. So... Uh, but here is just a section of the trail here, and I'm going to pause it in a second just to kind of explain to you what's going on, but, uh, but here we go. ...designed to do hard things. Testosterone levels are declining 10% per decade. Chemical and pharmaceutical companies are poisoning us, but you're not allowed to notice this is happening. This is a chemical warfare on our country. That's a uh, uh, RFK Jr., by the way. You have to have strong men. If you don't, it's not going to go well. What's wrong with our food is that it's not food and reliant on industrial processes. All right. So in that in that one little section, when he says uh, what's wrong with us is is our food and the in the industrial processes, we see uh, there's some fast food, uh, deep frying and oil, um, and then we see there's like a bunch of vegetable oil. Uh, that is going to do industrial processing, as he's saying, industrial processing. So, uh, Antonio, um, so what is going on here with the wellness industry and the right wing and seed oil? What, what I, I feel like this has kind of gone right by me. Um, can, can you kind of break it down? Yeah, I mean, it's you can look at, like, the, the diet or fitness advice they're giving, um, like the fat the or the seed oils. Um, like you don't have to look at the biochemistry or the nutrition aspect. You can, you can talk about that stuff, but it's all bogus. But I think the most important thing is the, the seed oil discourse is if you look at the basics, it's basically like processed food versus natural food. That's, that's the underlying theme. <clears throat> the, the being anti seed oils is trending the last few years because, um, it's an idea that wasn't well known or popular. So when these people find out this idea, um, it seems to make sense, kind of like a grand conspiracy theory. Like it sort of ties it all together. Oh, it's the processed uh, seed oils that are used in um, processed foods and in 
restaurants and whatnot. So if you look at the diet of all of this stuff, like it's like a lot of food restrictions and foods to avoid and um, then certain ideal foods to eat. Um, seed oils are bad or taboo or unhealthy. Um, and there's a few other things. I think most of their ideas are just complete bullshit. This is just one of the many. But it, like on Twitter, there's a whole like, uh, you know, discourse, but also off Twitter, like in real life, like it's a popular topic within nutrition or wellness culture, like trying to refine your diet by avoiding certain things and then optimizing other things. Um, so it's popular in the last few years because um, the idea boils down to like natural versus processed. And that is an idea that's very popular in wellness and in diet culture, but I think it goes uh, well throughout society in different areas of society in different areas of life. And it's historical. It all comes from right wing extremism and, you know, evangelical Christianity and like the masculinity is <clears throat> like fear of feminine uh, of this idea that they're afraid of you know, people getting soft and fat and weak or getting diseased. Um, like these are all parts of like, the grander discourse of who's healthy and who's not healthy. And it all comes from late 19th century, early 20th century. So they're saying avoid seed oils because um, the seed oils are polyunsaturated fats and they oxidize, they can cause metabolic problems that leads to this, that, and the other. Most of their claims are exaggerated um, as I'm sure you imagine. Um, yeah, that, so, I mean, yeah, does, so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So that's the seed oil discourse. It's just part of, it's yeah, it's like a diet micromanagement thing, but it's also like, it's part of your identity. Like it, it builds to your identity. You've got now more of a, a diet that helps you feel superior uh, as a healthier person than uh, compared to the unhealthy, inferior people. So it helps, it, it's more than just nutritional tinkering or diet tinkering. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's mostly unnecessary on that end. But um, all of it leads to building an identity and a worldview around being a healthier person, a healthier version of the other people and it's a, it's the, the other people are, is everyone else, everyone who's fat or diseased or poor. The whole idea is degeneration, like theory of degeneration it comes from like all the race scientists of the 19th century and eugenics of the early 20th century. So the idea of degeneration is this is a seed oil processed food and industrial food is degenerating the body and causing disease and obesity and everything bad. So it's a very typical narrative in diet culture. And here's one particular food that causes degeneration. Degeneration is not just like physiological degeneration. Like if you listen to all their language and everything they talk about, it's the same shit that was happening in you know the early 20th century, where all these ideas come from anyway. So you avoid seed oil so you can be healthy and stop destroying the planet or destroying your body. And yeah, so the discourse is whack. Sorry, <clears throat> but no, no, it's mostly no, no. That's, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I, I guess just like I just want to kind of, you know, uh, insert here just to say that uh, it, it, this isn't the first. I mean, 
this kind of masculinity stuff that we're hearing from Tucker Carlson, the kind of the wellness industry, all, all of that, like that being the aspect of seed oil uh, and industrial food being, you know, bad. Like that's not, you know, like I don't think the right wing isn't the only place where you'll hear that. Well, no. you'll hear that, right? I mean, you'll hear that correct, in, correct. in you'll hear it all over, yeah. You'll, you'll hear that from, from uh, left-wing hippies, and I guess that, uh, well, left and right-wing hippies, I guess. But uh, uh, w- what I'm kind of curious about digging into a little bit more is, you know, you've talked about this as an expression of, of the right and the right-wing and, and, and diet culture. And uh, I know we, we've talked about, we, last time, if, if you're interested, you should listen to the, the previous times Antonio's come on, but we talked about how this stuff goes back to the 19th century and about you know, some, some of the deep roots of this. But I'm, I'm kind of curious about, like, the, the more mo- – it does seem like this kind of popped up in the last uh, five years or so. Uh, Ashwin Rodriguez wrote for Morning Brew, Why Does Every Fitness Influencer Suddenly Hate Seed Oils? He wrote this uh, last month in October. And he's just talking about kind of how uh, – uh, I'm, I'm just going to read this uh, paragraph here. Uh, quote, seed oils, close quote, refers to a variety of popular cooking oils, including canola, soybean, uh, sunflower, and corn oils. The public decline of seed oils began as a fringe fitness forum quibble dating to the paleo diet craze of the early 2000s, but it slowly leaked, leaked into mainstream conversations on TikTok. TikTok sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, and even Joe Rogan's podcast, where the host, uh, Rogan, Recently called cooking with grapeseed oil a quote crime, ag- crime against nature uh, close quote. The common kitchen ingredient is now vilified as industrial, and its detractors have linked it to everything from inflammation to sunburns to Alzheimer's disease to the frustration of some health and nutrition experts. Now this is kind of uh, gets at what you're talking about, um, but it does seem like it kind of came up with the paleo craze. And now has just kind of uh, morphed. I, I, I don't really want to say evolved, but it's morphed into something different. And I'm just, I guess, why do you think that it has moved like that in the last like five, six, seven years specifically? Um, it it's really appealing when people first learn these ideas. You hear some new, seemingly new diet ideas. It make it gives you a sense of empowerment. Um, and it also sort of bolsters your identity because, oh, here's something that you know, they don't know. So it sort of bolsters this contrarian, uh, you know, um, identity uh, in, in, in society. Um, there's two people that are popularizers of this notion uh, of, of being, you know, strongly anti-seed oil, anti-poofers or polyunsaturated fats. Um, there, there's two people and one of them, uh, wrote an important book in the early 20th century. Uh, but the group that promotes his book or his work, um, is sort of a libertarian right wing ish, uh, group there. They became, they were like outspoken anti-vaxxers, yada, yada, yada. Um, but that, so that's been around for a long time, that group. So some people found that information in the last few years, and it seems like, oh, I just discovered some new diet ideas that makes me be healthy. But also it, it's appealing to people's identity. It gives you a sense of uh, social power, like you're a contrarian, you're anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian. Um, this, these, these ideas come from uh, Jacksonian America. So they've been around for a long time. 
Um, so they, they recently found out about some new diet idea. A whole bunch of people are on it. Like I listened to the Red Scare podcast, unfortunately, but I wanted to hear what they had to say about uh, uh, seed oils. Uh, it's in Tucker Carlson's dude, the dude who's in the documentary, Raw Egg Nationalist. Um, there's a whole bunch of people talking about it. But I think that people are excited about an, any new diet idea. But this is a particular idea that bolsters an identity of superiority. You know, you're healthier and better. Uh, there's a lot of morality tied to health and diet stuff in this country. So I think because of the rise or the emergence of the, the stronger right-wing culture in the last few years, it just fits right in. And it helps bolster their identity and their community and, you know, their worldview. Because the food and the diet and the health and the body is all attached to morality. And with a lot of these guys, also Christian uh, Christianity. Um, so I think it just sort of fits like a perfect piece of the puzzle with the with the, the this sort of growing right wing uh, culture in the last few years. The guy that <clears throat> Joe Rogan had on his show, Paul Saladino, that, I, I'm not sure there's a bigger clown. The only bigger clown than that dude is the Liver King. Now, these people are not serious. They're not smart. They're grifters. Um, this is where Joe Rogan got some of his uh, info on uh, seed oils. But the idea boils down to um, it's a processed food and it causes degeneration, makes everyone sick and fat. So you avoid it and you can be healthy. But it fits into a whole world and identity. So that's why it's popular with these guys. But um, yeah, they... they... They appreciate that idea where 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 they can where they kind of have an idea of uh, like the real way things are right and like this is an example of it like this is an example of industrial culture attacking um, attacking the kind of the true masculine uh, you know like to, to bring it back to the Tucker thing like the, like the true masculine the true uh, yeah you look at the whole like thing the like divine masculine energy like that kind of shit. Yeah, so you look at the big picture, the whole thing, it all comes together if you understand eugenics, like the theory of degeneration. They're, they think that the food and the lifestyle, they're, they're, these people are afraid. They live in fear because of, because of Tucker Carlson and other, you know, like extremely hyperbolic, exaggerating, just like uh, this dude is a freak. But the, they live in fear that everyone's dying and disease or becoming something else, degenerating. Um, that idea comes from eugenics, but also the masculinity, the fear of more women uh, voting and more women in, in teaching positions. Um, uh, you know, there was gender um, issues that were, you know, changing in the 19th century. It's the same thing. The dudes got insecure and they start this masculinity cult. Also, there was a lot of immigrants coming in the United States. And so they did the masculinity with Jesus cult. And so all these ideas are still around. They never really disappeared. And that's why they're sort of making a reemergence. Um, and not that these people know history. They don't. But the ideas are like in the periphery. They're around. They've been around, you know, for over 100 years or whatever. Um, the guy, uh, the, the guys are not to be taken seriously, these popularizers, uh, like Paul Saladinos and Joe Rogans or whatnot. But the most of these guys get their ideas from two sources, two people. Ray Pete is the number one who's really trendy right now with all these uh, online weirdos. And also Weston A. Price. Weston A. Price is the 
guy, like I said before, he went around the world, wrote about changes in diet from uh, at the time when processed foods were being in, introduced to uh, uh, different cultures around the world. And he was marking or, you know, writing about the changes. Uh, but the reason that they're uh, easy, that they're getting into, like Ray Pete, for example, Ray Pete's not racist. <clears throat> He's written about social Darwinism and stuff like that. But the reason I'm getting into him and they're sort of excited about the seed oil discourse is because like he focuses, he hyper focuses on degeneration. Like everything is killing us and the processed food is killing us. The fucking sunlight is killing us. The toothpaste is killing us. The beds are killing, the, the, the materials are killing. Everything is killing us. And so wellness, alternative health and wellness uh, is ultimately, it's like a anxiety model, like a death anxiety model. Um, disguised as positive uh, things. Um, they're hyper-focused on degeneration. That's why they pick up on it. It gives people a sense of empowerment that, oh, I understand health now. I understand health better than I did before. I understand it better than everybody else who's unhealthy. So those are some of the ideas that are, that's why it's popular. So the two people, uh, the, 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 the two people that they're quoting or referencing uh, for these ideas, they're not new. They've been around for a long time. It's just that these right-wingers have only recently picked up on it, and it sort of just bolsters their identity um, of being healthier and superior to the unhealthy other. I, guess, I think that's the main thing. Like, you don't even have to get into the biochemistry. You can if you want, or I can um, No, I think, share, I think let's, let, let's, let's talk a little bit more about uh, degeneration, right? Because um, this kind of fits into the morality aspect of it right where where we have uh where we have you know someone like tucker carlson in that clip that i showed like talking about uh you know this is like this is the end of man and kind of in and and, and uh and fixating in part on seed oil as as one of the reasons for that right uh we we have um you know these these wellness influencers who who you know put, put a lot of the um, they they put a lot of emphasis on the morality and and the kind of uh, the the black and white correctness of what they're saying in order to sell their lifestyle brands, uh, in 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 order to push these ideas forward. Um, and so it would make sense that the flip side of that would be that if you don't do that, or if you do that, that if you don't follow their path slash if you do you know use these seed oils or or other improper foods or or exercises that um that that you are a degenerate so i'm just kind of curious if you could just talk a little bit more about that and like how that kind of how those two things kind of how, how the interplay between the two of them works well <clears throat> the idea that once there was industrialization um there was a lot of problems that started from industrial foods and some of that is true but it's a lot more nuanced but the idea is to them to these people who believe anyone who gets into wellness eventually believes all this stuff because it's all connected but you think that like um anything natural is better or superior than anything processed and these are highly industrialized processed oils or any processed foods all junk foods they look at it all the same it's all junk foods to them processed food so they believe that it 
causes everything bad. So it causes heart disease and obesity and everything bad that exists. Like this is the problem with wellness and diet culture is it deflects from politics. It teaches you this narrative of like um, everything bad is because of the person and it's because of their diet. And the main culprit is the processed foods, especially industrial oils. So um, they have this whole ideology, but um, you know, like the anti-seed oils is, is being against processed food or against modernization, really. And so it's, it's sort of a fear of like modernity. Um, but it's also like all these diet ideas are attached to a fantasy myth of the past and also utopian vision of the future. And they say that the diet is the one source of physical degeneration in this world. Like why is everyone becoming gay or fat, soy boys or obesity? or cancer, like you just listen to all of them. They all say the exact same thing. That's processed food is causing all of these problems and all of these problems like hyper-focused on these problems, hyper-focused on degeneration. So like there is obviously some decaying degeneration in life, yes, but what they're doing is they're using this as an ideology. It comes from um, 100 years ago and you know, um, it's not helpful. It's not accurate. It all leads to consumerism. Every fucking thing that they believe in and say and preach leads to a fucking sales pitch to a product, a supplement, usually. Everything. The whole industry, you can see the whole industry or culture is one gigantic marketplace of rationalizations. Like, if you learn something, you believe that it's true, leads to products to purchase. And it's a lead, not just a, the, the belief about the food or the, the cooking process or whatever, but it's a worldview. They really believe that natural is superior and it's very oversimplified, but they really believe natural superior in any process and industrial is bad. So there are some bad things. We know about trans fats, <clears throat> but the, um, the data doesn't support their assertions. They're always exaggerating uh, and they're always attached to other ideas like their identity and their history, fake history or whatever. But um, all of these guys um, are promoting it. Not the, the Red Scare, the, the, the weirdos like um, uh, this carnivore, the, all the carnivore guys. These are the, some of the biggest clowns in the internet right now with the wellness stuff. The carnivore people, just embarrassing clowny shit, and they can you know just do it to make money. It's, they're just so fucking insincere. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. So if you want to know, like, if you want to be healthy, okay, so yeah, you should, if you can, reduce some processed or industrialized uh, foods, especially like if you go out to eat a lot, like your restaurants cooking particular uh, seed oils, and you could avoid those and vegetable oils. Okay, big deal. So what? But to them, like it's attached to everything else. So everyone who's got a disease, heart disease or cancer, no matter what, like it's all, all of it boils down to a bad diet. And usually seed oils, the processed oils, the oils that are used in restaurants, these cheap refined oils, they get the blame. I mean, other things do too. Sugar does too, you know, or fucking soy or whatever. Like it's just everything. It's entirely just ridiculous. All of it. Every single person who embraces it is an idiot with these, the, with the, the, the right wingers. There are some important, very small amounts of truth in terms of health and wellness things people could do to improve their health or reduce stress, sure. But 
that's not what's going on with the the modern wellness industry and it's not going on with all these uh, these the, this recent thing with all the right wingers getting into it right i mean i think that this you know the idea of industrialism and industrial foods uh being being bad for you is something that i can definitely track back to like you know over over a decade ago uh friends of mine getting into that kind of stuff friends of mine thinking that you know um uh, any kind of mass-produced food was was inherently bad because it was mass-produced because it was it was made industrial uh because it was industrial produced uh to the and and again like like you're saying like some of this stuff is definitely 100 percent legit like uh factory farms are are horrible and 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 trans fats and there, there are other issues but it it seems to me like if you are if you are looking at uh diet as a whole as kind of a way of determining you know how you're going to physically survive in the world uh maybe that's not you know a hundred percent like like the right way to look at things um but it, it doesn't seem as well to me that, that from what you're saying that, that the people who are spreading this, whether, you know, it's like right-wing podcasters or Tucker Carlson or people in the wellness industry who like this, this aspect of the wellness industry this, that's gone increasingly to the right um, that, uh, that we've talked about before and, and, and we'll, we'll talk about here in a second, but uh, that they're not, they're not interested in this so much as – as a part of like keeping you healthy, they're kind of more interested in uh, keeping you paying attention to them, keeping you listening to them, and, and making you feel like you're part of this insular good society. Um, and I think that that's kind of where the degeneration uh, kind of comes from. And the fact that this stuff is kind of making its way into right wing circles, and, and this is kind of where I'm, what I'm curious what you think about this. Like, you know, you're saying you, you hear it on Red Scare. Uh, you hear it on Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, th th then, you know, the first time that Antonio came on, we talked about, um, oh, man, what is his name? I can't remember. Uh, the, the comedian guy. J.P. Sears. J.P. Sears, right. Yeah, like this wellness guru slash comedian, J.P. Sears, who's just gone further and further to the right. I mean, you know, th there's, there's a, a real intersection between these two worlds that is going on right now. And I think that it is something that people are not paying enough attention to. And so I was just thinking, you know, for the next couple of minutes, maybe you could just kind of explain, like, how that evolution is happening. I know that you've talked about how it does have its roots, like, like in hundreds of years. But, but it does really seem like, even in the last year, even since the first time that you came on, like, it feels like it has, like, accelerated. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that, that uh, this has taken on the life of its own that it has and, and, and is really kind of taking over both movements, I think, like the right-wing movement and the wellness movement have both been kind of taken over by each other in a way that is it, it's somewhat symbiotic, but it's also like, it, it's also kind of creating um, an ideology of its own that's a little bit different than both, but takes both and combines them, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, they ha these ideas have been around like the diet, like uh, all these ideas, like I was anti-vax 30 fucking years ago. And, like a lot of these ideas are attached. They've been around for a long time. And so they didn't even reemerge. It's just that the ideas were still here. It's just that everything's happening culturally in the last few years. 
Like it's easy to pick up on these ideas that have been around and they bolster your sense of identity, your idea world, your ideology. It, it bolsters your sense of community and social power. And, you know, it's a status symbol. All health is in this stupid country is, is morality uh, laden. Like some of the ideas are all about the morality or the character of the person and judging people um, by how they look and stuff like this. So. Um, they've been around because they started, it all comes from the same place. The, the biggest thing in the hospital industry or whatever, healthcare industry, alternative health is called CAM, complementary and alternative medicine. Uh, sometimes it's called integrated medicine. They have million dollar projects here. All of that comes from fucking Nazi Germany or just actually, it comes from Prussia first, then Nazi Germany. And the, this is where the, all these ideas originate most of them originate sort of modern wellness culture ideas originate like a lot of these ideas have been around for hundreds of years or thousands of years or whatever but every culture has a history and a diet thing but modern industry and especially recent industry and why it's picking up is because you know the ideas were really formulated or, or built uh, the industry was built the ideology and identities were built at that time and they didn't go anywhere they're still everywhere you go. All the fitness gurus were promoting eugenics um, in, in their ideas. And a lot of militarism is, you know, like the spread through sports. Like you look at the NFL. Um, so all it is, like the whole history of sports and fitness it was sort of designed, the, the origin of a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it was for... Um, Fitness was designed to produce the ideal soldier citizen. Wellness was like a project in eugenics to breed the ultimate family. Um, but why were other people unhealthy or degenerate or criminal or diseased or whatever is because, um, you know, either they inherited it because of whatever or um, uh, they were degenerate somehow. Culture decadence was making them degenerate. So all these ideas have been around, um, and it's just picked up because they didn't go anywhere. They're easy to pick up on, and it helps bond this community. It helps bond your identity. You get a strong sense of empowerment when you learn some like new diet thing. You're like, oh wow, I can improve myself. But also, like, look at everybody else doesn't do this. So it just bolsters your sense of contrarianism. Yeah, so, you, get to, you get to think that you're special, that, that that you know something that they don't know. Yeah, and that's also a conspiracy thing. Like, it, it gives you, it's, it's like you think it's an esoteric idea or rare uh, hidden gem. Um, and it gives you a sense of empowerment. And also it helps to make sense of the world. Why is everyone so obese? Why is everyone weak? And, you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, their whole narrative, their whole narrative is, Everyone is weaker and degenerate and there's no testosterone. Everyone's soy and gay and yada, yada, yada. The whole thing is just a rehash of 19th century eugenics, the masculinity and the diet stuff. Um, it's wild. The masculinity. St so, so, so there's this, there's, listen to this. There's these online Twitter, like racist edgelords or white nationalist shit losers, whatever the fuck they're called whole bunch of anonymous people who are really big into repeat these days in the CEDA of this course. And they're excited about it just because they found out new, what they believe are new ideas. So they get excited. But the reason that 
they're so into his work is because, like I said, like hyper focus on degeneration. Um, the these these the, these trolls went after a nutritionist recently. A nutritionist said something like, "Yeah, you don't have to worry about this anti-seed oil discourse. These people are clowns." I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so these guys, these like Twitter losers got mad and started talking shit and posting, and, you know, you know how Twitter is, right? So, um, like this nutritionist, Abby Langer, she has actually some legit stuff. Her videos are good. And these guys just went after her looks, her appearance. And the reason they went after her appearance and, you know, is because they are superficial. They can talk all the shit they want about science and biochemistry when they're on Twitter all day long. But when they went after a woman, it was for her looks. So that shows you that most of these people aren't serious. And they're superficial. And anybody listening who's interested in most of his bullshit, you don't really need to, like, be too concerned with most of the diet culture stuff. I promise you. Um, but anyway, so uh, Candace Owen, uh, Candace Owens, her manager is a personal trainer. She's on this anti-seed oil discourse. A lot, everyone is, all these people are. And most of it comes from, like I said, comes from Ray Pete, but also from Weston A. Price. Weston A. Price was the guy who wrote that book in the early 20th century. And it gives them this sense of this mythic past where everyone was pure and running around naked in the woods with the animals and dancing and shit. Like it's a fantasy land, right? It's just like a religious narrative or myth. So there's like this mythic past. And then also by avoiding these foods that cause degeneration. We're also creating a utopian future. So it's a lot of similarities between like wellness ideology and fascism. Like I could list you right now 20 different things that people would be like, oh, is that wellness or fascism? I don't know. Could be either. Like characteristics. It's, 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 it's kind of interchangeable, right? Some of it is, absolutely. Um, so yeah, anyways, these all these people, most of these the people that are anonymous, that raw egg nationalist published with... Um, a publisher who publishes neo-Nazi material and, and also translations of of Hitler's stuff and some other stuff, Evola, Italian fascist. So they're all trash. And it's all bullshit. The sun tanning, your your genitals or your butthole or whatever, they're, it's just clownish and embarrassing. They should all be embarrassed. You know, yeah, the seed oil stuff, the seed oil the, stuff, look, if you guys want to be sunning, healthy. The sunning your butthole, just so everyone knows, just like, just, just Google that if you're not familiar with it. It's uh, it's hilarious, but it's also yeah. embarrassing and stupid. Like, like there, the, the quest is to do whatever you can to improve your health, whatever you can. So you become obsessive. So you can be, you know, become obsessive with um, micromanaging things that you don't even need to, that don't even deliver the so-called result you're seeking anyway. But the nudist stuff is not new, like running around naked, you know, um, also 19th century Germany, very popular. A lot of these dudes were nudists, like running around, getting as much sun on their body as you can, not because the sun is just healthy, but there's also like a, a vibe, a spiritual essence. <clears throat> metaphysical essence and, and most of this stuff for most of these people. Um, you know what I mean? It's not just like a diet, avoid the seed oils, lose some weight or whatever, but it's also like there's a sense of magic or spirituality um, with a lot of this stuff. Right. Even if there's... Because even, again, it makes you feel special. Yeah, it leads... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it leads to like enables narcissistic thinking, 
and the sense of superiority. The diet, Nazi Germany did organic food and natural remedies, and they were doing it for self-sufficiency, but also because there's a sense of superiority over the other. The spirituality with the food, it's, it, yeah, like none of this stuff is new. And, um, and it's super popular now. Look at the, it's just, it's, it's either like religion or politics. Like there's, it's, and then a little bit of Peloton. So there's some like, okay, some consumerism, basic fitness stuff or diet wellness stuff. But a lot of it, like you were saying before, a lot of it is big, strong trend is like this political right-wing extremism and wellness. It's wild, absolutely wild. And what did we see recently? I posted in social media, I posted about, a three percenter yoga teacher or something <laughs> the the, the uh, yoga class the big old three percenter banner uh, where you would normally see an ohm banner right, right. <laughs> yeah well i mean like 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 i mean like we were saying like the worlds are uh colliding for a kind of lack of a lack of a better a, a better term but you know like it and and I just think I just think that it's interesting, you know, as somebody who grew up with a lot of people who were kind of hippie-ish and, and, and into these kind of natural lifestyles. Uh, you know, not all of them, but some of them I have seen kind of tilt, tilt right and kind of move towards the right. And, and I think that you can kind of you want to hear something wild about hippies? Sign, uh, at least some of that uh, to this change. Um, and it's it's kind of it's kind of depressing, and sometimes it's even hard to like really tell if they are shifting right, or if they're just saying the same kind of things that people on the right are saying, and and maybe they're saying it with, with a different background, a different context. But at a certain point, like, does it really matter? I'm not so, sure. Um, yeah, some some of it. I, I would say some of it doesn't, but then uh, some of it does. Like, look at you know Tucker Carlson is a big part of his thing right now. Um, but some of the individual people doing things or whatever, like this stuff doesn't matter. But let me tell you something really quick about hippies. The origin, the people don't know this, the origin of, of hippies, American hippies. So the when I was saying before about the nudists were popular in Germany in the 1800s. <clears throat> so that wasn't just nudists. There was like a whole bunch of like nature uh, culture groups, um, camping and walking around in nudist colonies and health food and fitness, different types of fitness. So all of this stuff, sort of alternative culture was popular, very extremely popular, enormously popular in the 1800s, but all the way up until the, uh, up until fascism, like right before in the thirties in Germany, like there was a, a, a great deal of organic farms and whatnot. Um, but, um, The, yeah, there's there's been there's been there's been a long-standing kind of interplay between the two, like whether or oh. not it's necessary. It's it's necessarily that that it's the same thing. Like you know, they are they are in conversation with each other. Um, and uh, can can you can you talk a little bit more about um, the the Nazi Germany stuff just here, here with the last few minutes that we have? Because I think that that's kind of I think that's something that. that you know, people are pretty well aware of of the you know mysticism and and and, and whatnot with the Nazi movement, but uh, the, the the ties between kind of what we consider like the wellness movement today 
and and some of its roots or or similar roots that it has with the neo-Nazi movement, I think are are, are interesting to tease out. Um, okay, so what I I lost my train of thought before. What I was trying to say was the hippies come from the nature cure movement of Germany in the 1800s. So this 1800s was sort of the uh, birthplace-ish, I guess you could say, the Volkisch culture and everything going on is what sort of uh, where Nazi Germany comes from. So the alternative health and the organic foods, the homeopathy and the foods grown with uh, biodynamic or homeopathic methods, all this stuff was wildly popular. So that when Nazi Germany was uh, developed, like a lot of these people were in different groups prior to Nazi Germany, like health food groups and new age groups, and they were all connected. Um, or they connected through like nature and, and health, like the uh, blood and soil comes from this. The fitness uh, comes from this. The idea of hippies, the first hippies that went to California and with the, the acoustic guitar and sang songs. I promise you, you look up the history of hippies in, our, in, in California and they go back to the early 20th century, 1917, there was like organic vegan restaurants opening up in LA and all of these, uh, early first hippies of the early 20th century come from this nature movement, nature cure movement in Germany from the 1800s. And a lot of that is why uh, the organic food and whatnot and all that stuff was popular. So by the time uh, Nazi Germany was becoming a thing, if you say these were already popular, but they had Himmler was the main guy who was not just a new ager, but also an organic foods uh, type. And they did the organic foods thing because it was a connection to the soil. So it was a spiritual connection to the soil and also a sense of superiority. Um, there was also self-sufficiency. They wanted to produce their own natural medicine. So Nazi Germany, Himmler tested fucking homeopathic remedies versus antibiotics and stuff like that. They did a lot of medical testing using homeopathic stuff. And they had the concentration camps had Gar uh, organic food gardens like like Dachau had like 300 acre uh, food garden and growing organic natural remedies and they were also experimenting with stuff um, like natural solutions for sterilizing people shit like that um, but yeah so they did a lot of homeopathic testing they found it was bullshit <laughs> so um, they got Nazis got rid of a lot of the evidence but not all of it. But they were doing a, a three or four big, uh, concentration camps. They were doing organic food and farming. And they were feeding the SS soldiers with organic food because it was pure. It was better, um, or believed to be. The so the SS. It was like the the organic food was the the spiritual sacrament of the SS. Um, so that's sort of where it comes from. The first, like I said before, Prussia was the first to do CAM, complementary and alternative medicine, like mixing these different um, you know, uh, alternative health doctor with a real doctor. <clears throat> then Nazi Germany did it after them on a large scale, um, industrial, I mean, uh, organic, uh, food production. Yeah. You can see pictures of like, like Dachau concentration camps. Sometimes you'll see pictures of Himmler out in a garden picking flowers and shit. That's the organic garden. And, um, Part of this was their plan to occupy the East, uh, the rest of Europe or whatever. 
Like they had the Nazis had this like secret master plan for the East and they were going to use organic farming, biodynamic farming and herbs for sterilizing the local population. Um, that was part of their master plan for the East. So yeah, this stuff was big. Even the, 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 or the, the Olympics, the 1936 Olympics, the fields were organically grown, biodynamically grown. The, the, um, the Olympic fields were all biodynamic. Um, Hitler's house up on the mountain, I forget what it was called, the Eagle's Nest or whatever, that had an organic garden. Himmler, all these guys, big time dudes in the SS, all had estates with organic or biodynamic agriculture, and like the whole thing was biodynamically grown. It's super popular in Nazi Germany. Um, but the ideas from before then uh, come from the same guys, the, the same hippies that went to California in 1915 or whatever it was. They come from Germany, 19th century, from this alternative health, like cult, bunch of different movements um, as a sort of a response to modernization or industrialization. So there was like fitness and nudists and health food and healers and shamans and all sorts of volkish groups of the time. And this is where they all come from. So the hippies and the nature cure, naturopathy, homeopathy, all comes from this era in the 1800s in Germany. The nature cure was the nature cure was if you get sick, it's because you thought bad thoughts. It was your own problem. For, that's why you got sick. But also, nature will cure you because there was this like spiritual, metaphysical, religious belief in nature. And that's part of it. All the, the, the homeopathy yeah. stuff. All that homeopathy stuff was spirituality. Um, so, yeah. So, really popular in Nazi Germany. They had all of that stuff. And then the um made a resurgence in the americas in the 70s or 80s and 90s it started getting really popular and now it's obscene and absurd and full of all kinds of terrible people like there's a few good things you can do to work out and eat well that's fine but the majority of it is just obscene uh, to totally unnecessary ideas that you just spend your money on and like forever like it's just it's ridiculous and like the seed oils is like Kind of like keto or carnivore. It's just it's more than just the food stuffs issue or the nutrition or the biochemistry. It's more to do with the identity and the ideology than anything else. Absolutely nobody ever needs to follow uh, that guy Paul Saladino. Yeah, absolute clown, professional clown, or the other guy, Liver King. Just to, 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 you know, entertainment people. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're 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 not serious people. They're not. Uh, no, and then. Gurus. They're correct. The other people who would be considered gurus, you also don't need to take them seriously either because they don't understand culture or politics, number one. And when they talk about nutrition, they do the same thing. They hyper-focus on degeneration. They don't talk about poverty or lack of resources. They don't talk about anything politics. All they talk about is like, oh, everyone's fat and dying because of their fucking seed oils or their sugar. And so that's a good point about diet culture. Most of diet culture is a deflection from politics. Barbara Ehrenreich said that. And that's been the thing that's been most obvious the last few years. It's like they have their own fantasy narrative around the politics and worldview stuff. It's a fantasy. Um, so, yeah. I think, I, think, I think that's a good place to 
Believe it, Antonio. I'd like to thank you uh, for coming on a couple times here during the run of the show. I really appreciate getting to know you and and your perspective. Um, where can uh, where can people find your work and where can they find you? So you can find me uh, urbanantonio dot uh, com or Urban Antonio and any of my social media is Urban Antonio. All of my social media is Urban Antonio. And I have new stuff coming out. I have a little thing coming out. I've told people about for a while, fitness history stuff. I got new stuff coming out. Um, so follow me on Urban Antonio. And uh, yeah, and I'm glad I got to come in. It's great, man. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks again. Um, and thanks to everybody uh, for listening in live. If you're listening live or on replay on the app, uh, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're listening on replay on uh, whichever, you know, uh, app, Apple, Google, Spotify, be sure to rate us. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, maybe later in the week. I haven't decided for, for the final show. Um, we have to kind of arrange that. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks again, Antonio. And uh, we'll see